You are listening to special pandemic coverage of the coronavirus on The John DePietro Show. Folks, as April now will slowly become May, remember J.K.L. Engineering, what a treat. If you're going to be inside, and we are for the next couple of months, why not have nice, comfortable central air in your home? J.K.L. Engineering, they can make it happen. Call them today, 401-351-7600, 401-351-7600, J.K.L. Engineering. They're licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, it's still pretty chilly out in the heating season. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier, Infinity System. They're energy efficient. They're quiet, more affordable than you think. If you say no gas, guess what? No problem. J.K.L. Engineering can design and install a high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Now, it heats in the winter, keeps you nice and cool in the summertime. These units are so efficient. It can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. Highest rebates in the market. They also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. JKL, Carrier Factory Authorized Dealer. As I said, licensed both Rhode Island and Massachusetts for 53 years. JKL's reputation, second to none, especially for technical expertise, customer satisfaction. JKL, an approved National Grid VPI installer. They're also a Navian Certified Factory Dealer. Call JKL for a system replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump. Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available for both residential and commercial. Call JKL at 401-351-7600. They'll do it right the first time. JKL Engineering, Central Air, it's a game changer for your home. You want to make sure, whether it's your cooling system, heating system, working as efficiently as possible, jkl engineering the original the best 401-351-7600 it's john DePietro, folks weekdays we start at 11 we go till 2 it's am 1380 and also 99.9 fm you can always listen online at the website dipetro.com folks it is time for our legal segment with uh one of Rhode island top top attorneys attorney tim dot tim let's start off that yesterday governor mundo during the press briefing starting to talk about reopening the economy and she made a comment. I don't know if it was off the cuff. Maybe we're going to learn today. But uh, Governor Mundo said for anyone 60 and older, that's a new category, 60 and older, uh, your reentry into society in a way, there's going to be new rules. It's going to be different, different set of rules for anyone 60 and over. Um, and that certainly has struck a lot of people saying, no, wait a minute, why am I being singled out? Does this mean I may have to stay at home longer? Does this mean I can't return to the workforce? And people, just on hearing that, are starting to feel that there's an element of discrimination there. What can you tell us? Well, it's very discriminatory, John. It's, it doesn't really make sense. It doesn't appear to be based upon science. Um, if the governor really wants to pursue this, she's going to have to provide a lot more foundation for uh, dreaming up this edict, which seems to be a real overreach on her part. Um, if you look at what she's suggesting, part of it is that um, when folks over 60 go back to work, guess and she's telling the employers, guess what, employer, if you have people over 60 working for you, you might have to off. You might have to give them more sick time. You might have to make more accommodations for them. Um, 
it's going to be difficult enough for employers when folks come back into the workplace to establish an environment that has the appropriate social distancing and other, you know, safety accommodations. But this notion that if you're over 60, you're more susceptible. Well, I guess that is a category, but it seems to be a targeted category, which is discriminatory. If she really wants to do this, and I really don't think she wants to go down this road, but if she wants to pursue it, just being over 60 is not the critical indicia for being at risk with this coronavirus. The, the top indicia are uh, if you've got diabetes, if you've got high blood pressure, if you're obese, if you have heart disease, and if you have COPD. So or certain folks in the minority community seem to be disproportionately getting this virus. So what if the governor said, okay, if you're obese, you can't come back into the workplace <laughs> until we weigh you. I mean, it's crazy. That's a press briefing I want to watch. But John, what would happen if she said, you know what? The minority community yes. is disproportionately affected. Right. If she, if she had said instead of folks over 60, minorities can't go back to work oh, as boy. quickly as others. Right. There'd be it. There'd be a revolution. There'd be an outrage of uh, like you've never seen before. Now, this business about being over 60 has certainly pricked up the ears of anyone over 60 saying, wait, what? This because I'm over 60? Um, They could have none of those pre-existing indicia that makes you more susceptible, like obesity, high blood pressure, diabetes, etc. So the magic of being 60 or over should not be the determining factor of saying you can't go back to work as quickly and employers have to make accommodations. Um, It seems to me a a tremendous overreach on her part. And, you know, all these governors who want to extend um, these um, work prohibitions and stay at home prohibitions um, for an extended period of time, it seems to me they're all claiming it's based upon science. So someone should be putting a question to the governor. What's your scientific basis for this? And by the way, why don't you have a scientific basis saying you want to keep fat people home? If you're obese, you've got to stay home longer. Let's get out the scales and force people to come in for a weighing. What should you do? It it doesn't make any sense. Um, If the question was put to her, I have no idea how she would answer that because there are scientific categories which she should be exploring. Sure. And Tim, at the same time, uh, and again, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro speaking with uh, attorney Tim Dodd. Tim, if the governor ever said, well, you know, according to the statistics we have, apparently in Rhode Island, uh, 45% of the cases are Latino. So what we're going to do is for the month of May, as we start to loosen things, but anyone who happens to be Latino, who's, who happens to be that fits that category, you're all going to stay locked up. I, I would think that would be a huge uproar. And, but Tim, Dodd, what about her saying, hey, listen, I'm the governor. It's an executive order, and that's what we're going to implement. Well, she's relying on the statutory authority, which she does have in Rhode Island, for certain designated emergencies and health emergencies. But there comes a point where it really is an overreach um, on her part. And this is happening around the country where governors are starting to have lawsuits filed against them by citizens groups or by members of the legislative branch of government saying, 
what you're doing here is a, a power grab. It's, it's placing conditions. It's establishing criminal sanctions. It's establishing new rules without any legislative input. So what she's doing here, I think, exceeds the statutory authority that she's granted in a limited basis for healthcare emergencies. I mean, I guess this emergency could continue forever. As long as someone's getting coronavirus, is she going to say, well, as long as there's one case, I'm going to continue to exercise these extraordinary powers right. and come up with these crazy rules. The original basis for these governors doing this um, stay-at-home, social distancing, etc., the prime purpose was not to stop anyone from getting coronavirus. It was to prevent... Um, having too many people in the hospital at the same time and overtaxing emergency room facilities and to prevent, you know, just a flood of people into the emergency room. Once we get over this um, flattening of the curve, there's still going to be people going into the ER. There's still going to be people getting coronavirus. We're not going to wipe it out entirely. But all of this social distancing, stay at home, shut down restaurants, shut down everything was really uh, to keep ERs from being um, inundated with victims all at the same time. So when does the emergency end? When does the governor stop using these extraordinary powers that she has? And the powers are limited, John. She's, she's trying to find people for being in groups of five or more, yeah. having criminal charges for people playing golf. It's, it's over the top. And this business about being over 60 and creating new rules. That, that's age discrimination. She better have a real good scientific basis for calling out people over 60 versus all of the other health indicia, which really should potentially, potentially uh, extend the stay-at-home orders. And I'm sure a good reporter or a good um, questioner will pose an appropriate question for her at these news conferences, and it would be a real interesting uh, back and forth to see if she'd even take such a question. Tim, I'm just curious. I did, uh, obviously, I've gotten a lot of email on this. And, um, and one of the things someone said was, well, you know, no one complained when the governor announced if you're a senior citizen, there was at least an hour, maybe it was even two hours, but an hour set aside that you could go to stop and shop at the grocery stores and shop during that time. So suddenly now they're objecting. But um there are certainly discounts for senior citizens. I mean, there are, you know, AARP and people have different types of discounts. But th this seems to be this is this is not a senior citizen's discount. This is people are saying it's, they feel it's discrimination for those who would then have to remain in their home or can't return to the workplace. Yes. And again, the, there's no scientific basis. So if there is no basis in science for it and she's relying on her um, executive powers granted under Rhode Island law, she has to have a rational basis for these edicts that she's coming up with. And it seems there's no rational basis medically or scientifically to uh, target people over 60 with, with no other risk factors associated. It, it, if this was challenged in a court, it that edict would never stand up. Yeah, especially, Tim, when you think about it in this day and age. But if you go on a job interview, then legally they're not supposed to be able to ask you how old you are. This would, in the mind of an employer, this would certainly devalue anyone 
60, 60 and older, that's not even a senior citizen. That's enough. You People don't retire generally at that age. I mean, it's incredible. I'm with folks coming up. We're going to uh, talk about some of the interactions around the country. Also, there was action with the teacher in Woonsocket, plus the president's immigration order. Uh, attorney Tim Dodd is my guest. It's John DePietro. A lot more ahead uh, with Attorney Dodd right here on the John DePietro Show. Remember, for your business, Mega Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508-336-21. MEG, Mega Truck and Trailer Repair. Commercial trailers, diesel equipment. Remember, free estimates. Call them today, 508-336-2110. Mega Truck and Trailer Repair. FHWA Inspections or Rhode Island State Inspection Station. Trailer Pickup and Delivery. 24-hour mobile service. ABS repairs, brakes, doors. If it's on a trailer, they can fix it. Mega truck and trailer repair. Call them 508-336-2110. 508-336-2110 for Mega truck and trailer repair. Hi, Steve here, owner of Water Filter Company. Do you know what my customers are not doing today? They're not standing in lines to get into stores to buy bottled water. And they didn't have to scramble to get it either when all this first started. They enjoy all the safe, clean water they want, not during just this crisis, but all year long. Don't you think it's time you did too? So as you're standing in line waiting, how about you give my company a call? Call Water Filter Company at 294-2400. 2400, a Rhode Island family business since 1986. Well, it's John DePietro. This portion of the program is brought to you by Johnson Propane. Now listen, you want to be prepared for what's going ahead. Now is the time to stock up on propane. Stop in. Phil never runs out. That's right. Phil Johnson never runs out. Easy to get to. Located 904 Manton Avenue in Providence, and it's right in front of Stop and Shop, right over near Rhode Island College. They are open seven days a week. Propane tank and supplies, they fill Blue Rhino, and they will fill up all your propane tanks. Credit cards, debit cards are accepted. You can call Phil Johnson at 401-621-8129, 401-621-8129. Johnson Propane, 904 Manton Avenue in Providence. Call Phil, 401-621-8129. Now is the time to stock up. It's drive-in, no-wait, propane filling station. They'll fill up your tank. Now is the time. You want to make sure. You don't know what's going to happen. And if, in fact, you get locked down or you have to be out, then you want to make sure you have propane. Johnson Propane, 904 Manton Avenue in Providence. I, I'm stopping by to have Phil fill up. I have two tanks. I'm going to have them both filled up. 401-621-8129. Stop in and see him. He's just terrific. And again, right, 904 Manton Avenue in Providence, right near Rhode Island College, and right in front of Stop and Shop. Folks, it's John DePietro. We taste. We start at 11. We go till 2. With me is attorney Tim Dodd. Tim, I want to just uh, jump around a little bit to some different things that jump out, starting with um, a very high-profile one. Now, the president did say, hey, listen, it's up to the states to determine when they want to open. So the governor of Georgia said, hey, good news, everyone. This Friday, we're going to reopen in bowling alleys and hair salons and tattoo parlors and everything and beaches and so forth. And now the White House is saying, you know, maybe Georgia's moving a little bit too fast. 
Um, I, I now again, I'm a Trump supporter, but that's certainly mixed messages. If you say it's up to the states when they can reopen, then I, I think it's up to the states when when they reopen. It, it is up to the states, John. I mean, the president, he never really walks much back. But when he came up with the uh, at one of his press conferences with the edict that the president will decide when the when the country reopens. Yeah. And all the governors were like, well, wait a minute, what about us? It, truly, it is a state-by-state state, um, determination. Now, the federal government has set up um, guidelines, suggestions about you know, the first stage of reintegrating the work world and businesses. Um, you have to have, I think it's two weeks of no spikes up or no trend upward in the number of new cases that gets you to the first level, then there's more levels that you can reach depending on how things are going. But if it's up to the governors, it's up to the governors. And I don't believe that now if the president's telling Georgia, wait a minute, you're moving too fast, the governor, I mean, the the president has a right to have an opinion and make a suggestion, but he can't overrule the governor. And I think the governor is going to have to walk back what he wants he's getting killed the governor yeah. of georgia is getting excoriated in the media <laughs> uh for doing this too quickly and probably rightfully so um all the governors now they wanted the ability to say we decide president you don't decide we decide so i'm sure the president has said good you decide <laughs> because it's a no-win situation if you open up too quickly and new cases spike up you're going to be berated for having acted too quickly. If you wait too long and businesses are failing and restaurants are dying, et cetera, then you're going to be excoriated for waiting too long to reopen. Again, all of this shutting down of the country was to prevent spikes in cases and overwhelming emergency rooms. Once that danger is passed, the reopening of society and businesses has to assume that there's going to be a continuing flow of these cases. It's not going to go away. This was all to stop the spike. Now, in the fall, if there's another spike, we might be back into another stay-at-home order. We might be back to just where we are right now. Mm. We won't know until we reopen the government. But um, the president's wrong when he tried to assume the power to say, I'll say when we reopen, and he's also wrong to tell the Georgia, you're moving too quickly. If I was the president, I'd say, I think you're moving too quickly, but it's on you, Governor. Yeah. If you open too soon and things go wrong, it's on you. I'm telling you, you should wait. You know, Tim Dodd, it's funny, uh, the stuff that kind of sticks out of people's minds. And one thing was, was in Georgia, the bowling alleys. I mean, just a normal bowling alley. You think you have to rent the shoes. Plus, you throw the ball, then the next person picks up maybe the same ball. I mean, that is, and you stick your and you stick you your, your fingers, fingers in those gross holes. Those holes and so forth. I mean that that's like <laughs> viruses in normal times, let alone something like this. You know, also Tim, uh, and again, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro with Attorney Tim Dodd. I also noticed in New York City, uh, all different politicians are having different challenges with this. But you have New York City Mayor Bill De Blasio saying, "If you're a citizen, I want you to take a picture and send it to us if you see someone breaking the law." Now he thought, you know. Uh, if you see your neighbor walking without a mask or see groups of people, 
And then they got upset because they, he was getting flooded with pictures from New York City residents of illegal aliens clearly out in the open and no one doing anything about it. And so the, a lot of citizens of New York City are saying, no, wait a minute. You know, we, we let you know about people that are breaking the law in the country illegally and you ignore us and do nothing. And now you want me to rat on my neighbor because I see him walking down the street without a mask on? Yes, and it's very disturbing that Bill de Blasio, I think it's I think it's called a three one one number. Yes. It's a special it's a special line for you to rat on your neighbors. And that this is so un American, it's astonishing that he has set that up. And I think it's great that New Yorkers have <laughs> totally flipped it on its head yeah. with, you know, just making jokes, putting pornography on their sex images, <laughs> all kinds of things. It's not what the mayor intended this thing to uh, utilize for. Tim, there was, but, um, there was also a high profile interview. I don't know if you caught it, but on CNN, the mayor of Las Vegas, because Las Vegas is like enough already. We're going to reopen. And Anderson Cooper was astonished saying, uh, you know, you can't be doing this. And I thought there was an interesting de- debate there because he was saying it's up to you, to the mayor, to you have to set up for the different casinos and hotels what their safe distancing guidelines should be. And the mayor said, no, that's up to private businesses. Then the public will decide, I feel comfortable in this restaurant. I feel more comfortable in this store. We can offer guidance, but this is going to come down to the marketplace to, for them to kind of impress upon their customers a feeling of safety, that everything's being implemented. And the, the mayor said, it's tragic 150 people died, but the city of Las Vegas is 2.3 million and we are reopening. And I think there's a lot to be said for that. If you are for capitalism and business and competition, part of that will be going forward, creating a, a, a environment that your customers feel safe to come into your place of business. Um, There's no way that government can come up with a set of criteria that will satisfy all businesses. All businesses are unique, be it a bowling alley, be it a hair salon, you know, be it a um, convenience store, be it a hardware store. There's no one size fits all set of rules that we can establish anywhere that would satisfy all businesses. I think the mayor has a fair point. Yeah. Um, folks, again, good afternoon. It's Sean DePietro with attorney Tim Dodd. Tim, before we jump on to some other local stories, um, was there, and there's so many different lawsuits uh, that are springing up, class action suits across the country, any regarding uh, COVID-19 or the coronavirus, anything stand out to you of just, you think it's a unique or interesting case that caught your eye that popped up somewhere in the country? Well, there's going to be thousands, literally thousands of these cases that are going to be filed around the country. Um, One which I think has a lot of credibility is a couple of families, one in Texas, one in California, has sued the Princess Cruise Lines, um, saying you knew or reasonably should have known that your ships were um, contaminated and you should have warned people before they got on these boats that they were walking onto ships that were not appropriately sanitized and that there was a high risk of folks taking this cruise to potentially pick up this virus. And in a couple of these cases, you know, passengers died from the coronavirus. And when you're in a closed environment like a cruise ship and the um, cruise ship operators know or reasonably should know 
that their ships have not been appropriately sanitized and that the, the infection on these ships has been um, significant, if they know or reasonably should know, and they don't alert p- passengers, I think that is a lawsuit where there's a lot of credibility. There's another one that this got filed. I think it's in Chicago. A guy worked at Walmart. He was complaining to his manager, I don't feel good, I don't feel good. They kind of brushed it off. The guy goes home, and two days later, he's dead in his apartment from coronavirus. His family files a wrongful death suit against uh, Walmart, saying you should have had better safety um, procedures, you should have had appropriate um, PPEs for the employees at the Walmart, there should have been more notice to customers. And all of those things are true. But the problem with a case like this guy that passed away, unfortunately, is how do we know that um, he picked up the virus while working in the Walmart right. versus versus at home, versus at a supermarket, versus from other family members? On the bus going to work. Yes. Yeah. And after he passed away and it was reported that he had died of coronavirus then and only then did the co-workers call his family and say, boy, we didn't even know he, had, he was symptomatic. So the guy was trying to work. Maybe he told his superiors, I don't feel good. Um, who knows if he said, I'm having problems breathing. You know, I've got a sore throat. I've lost my sense of taste and smell. All the, all the indicia of having this coronavirus. We don't know exactly what he reported to his superiors. That's a case which I think will be problematic to prove. Um, the cruise ship cases, I think, are excellent cases. Yeah. There's also lots of cases popping up against nursing homes. Oh, yeah. And I think those will have legs because that's a closed environment. Yep. People can't get in. So you can't say, well, the, the virus is being brought in by family members and other people because it's closed off. So are these elderly folks getting the coronavirus from employees, from simply unsanitary conditions? It's much like the cruise ship situation, and I think even superior to the cruise ship situation because, you know, you've got these folks who are in these nursing homes. They're kind of trapped. They can't get out. Uh, They're sitting ducks for this. And if the virus gets in, um, then it spreads because obviously it's either so communicable that it can't be stopped or that the conditions in the nursing home are not satisfactorily um, cleaned on a regular basis. Right. I think those cases are going to, um, those have legs. Those are going to see a lot of consequence, a lot of financial payouts. Folks, uh, again, coming up, we are going to talk about the Winsocket teacher, big development with that, and then also the president's immigration order. It's all ahead. Stay tuned right here on the John DePietro. This portion of the John DePietro show is brought to you by Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Stop in and see them, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence, right off of Civil Spring Street. Look for them on Facebook, Ron's Pastry Gourmet. They're right next door to AAA in Providence. And folks, they have outdone themselves introducing the chocolate-covered Trump donuts. Wait till you see them. They are delicious. Their pictures on Facebook page of the Trump chocolate-covered donuts. President Trump chocolate-covered donuts only in Rhode Island and only at Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Stop in. Listen, of course you're locked in the house, but that doesn't mean you can't get out and get some nice delicious food like sausage and peppers or eggplant. They have the best calzones, meatball calzones, buffalo chicken calzones. They have pepperoni and cheese, 
Philly cheesesteak calzone, the chicken parm calzones, plain and deluxe spinach pies, old-fashioned pizza strips, cannolis, brownies, cakes, and again, the Trump chocolate-covered donuts. They're waiting for you at Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Stop it and see them. Look for them on Facebook, and they're easy to get to. They're right off of Silver Spring Street, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence, not far from Branch Avenue. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Look for them on Facebook. Stop in today for some nice, fresh calzones or pastry Everything baked fresh, Ron and Melissa, Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Hi, I'm Steve, owner of Water Filter Company. Do you know what my customers are not doing today? They're not standing in stall lines waiting to get in to buy more bottled water, and they didn't have to scramble to get it when all this started. They're enjoying all the safe, clean water they want all year long. They're drinking it, cooking with it, bathing in it, doing everything in it except searching for it, rationing it, and now waiting in lines. As this crisis further restricts your freedoms and choices and store shelves empty, I hope you now realize how important it is to take control over your own water quality like thousands of my customers already have. Because when this crisis is over, your bad water quality won't be, and neither will your bottled water dependency. So ask yourself, do you think you're finally worth making a one-time investment for a lifetime of clean, safe water? If so, call my company, call Water Filter Company at 294-2400. Water Filter Company, a Rhode Island family business since 1986. Water Filter Company, 294-2400. Because is it really worth going through all this? Everyone is talking about germs, about algae, about mildew. No, I know they're talking about the virus. What about some of the viruses outside your home? As the weather's getting warmer, now is the time. Let's make your property, home or business, look as best it can with Bethel Softwash. Look for them on Facebook, Bethel Softwash. Now, you can text Jared at Bethel, B-E-T-H-E-L, Bethel Softwash of Lincoln. Free day, free same day text estimate at 401-617-2585. Text him at 401-617-2585. And what I mean is if you text Jared, this is what my house looks like. He'll give you a free estimate right there. I'm talking outside your home. I encourage you to visit their Facebook page and you can see the before and after and what a difference it makes. Bethel soft washing is the low pressure system. It won't harm the surface. Low pressure H2O combined with the biodegradable chemical removes those biological elements like uh, algae and uh, mildew, and you don't need it. The biodegradable plant safe solution. Wait to see the difference. Now, I tell people go to uh, log on to the Facebook page, Bethel Certified Soft Wash. Bethel Soft Wash, and look at the before and after. What a difference it makes. Bethel Certified Soft Wash Power Wash for your home, for your business, for your walkway, for your patio, for your deck. Make your home look beautiful. Get rid of that mold and algae. Instead, Bethel Certified Soft Wash. You can also text Jared at 401-617-2585. Make an appointment. Free estimate, 401 617 2585 and look for them on Facebook. It's Bethel Certified Soft Washed. Right in Lincoln, Bethel Certified Soft Wash. Yeah. Folks, it's Sean DePietro. Weekdays, we start at 11. We go till 2. It's AM 1380. With me, attorney Tim Dot. Tim, there was a story that uh, broke uh, a little over a month ago. Uh, it's hard to keep track of time now, but there was a Winsaka teacher that was posting on social media on Twitter. 
and she did use a different name some somewhat, but people were able to track that it was her, and she's a sixth grade teacher, and she put on Twitter she'd be willing to pay someone with COVID-19 to cough on President Trump. Now, some people would try to say, well, you know, freedom of speech and blah, blah, blah. Well, in the end, though, apparently now she has resigned from the uh, the Woonsocket to the Woonsocket uh, School Department and school committee. And there was talk that had she not resigned, uh, she would have been fired. But I think this is a good example that I whatever. That's not every day. It's 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 almost impossible. You never hear about teachers either being a fired or resigning. And so it certainly sounds as though the school department feels or got to trust her that they had uh, things on their side. It's a very unusual case. Teachers never get fired. I mean, if you have an incompetent teacher, arguably, um, the union will fight to the death to keep that teacher from being fired, no matter how incompetent. And I think that's a rare exception. I'm not suggesting there's lots of incompetency amongst the uh, teachers out there, but it happens. Um, why this case ended this way is a bit curious. Now, there's one argument to be made, no matter how stupid the teacher's comments, um, that she does have the presumption of her First Amendment rights to free speech, no matter how stupid her speech might be. Um, there was no immediate threat. She was not arrested. She's not being prosecuted. Um, I don't know if she was even interviewed by the FBI or the Secret Service, but that foolish statement that she made did not result in any criminal um, arrest or criminal prosecution. Um, she does have a union. I'm not sure why the union would have um, chosen this route versus fighting to the death for her, unless she's getting a financial payout. Um, and that's something right. we don't know. Is she, is she getting paid out? Is she getting to keep her benefits? Um, what's the, What's the agreement that's got her to leave um, voluntarily uh, until we know the terms of her separation from the school department? We're not going to know how much either the school committee caved and gave her money or that the union caved and she walked away with without a significant payday, if you will. Um, it's just a very rare situation where a teacher um, based upon something like this, resigns her position under pressure. Um, so I guess in my view, it's too soon to say um, the mechanics of how this came to be. We know the conclusion, but we don't know the negotiation or the terms no, of the deal. I, we do know one thing that did happen was I had tweeted out the story I did on Vitro.com, and the education commissioner said she found it totally unacceptable and not the type of individual that should be in a classroom maybe because of the remote learning now, but it is serious enough. And it's one of those things that as much as people may feel, and I think there's a lot of this actually, where people, uh, you, you can kind of um, get a false sense of confidence when you post things on social media and sometimes people react and sometimes they don't react. But in a, in a crisis like this, you happen to be a teacher, a public school teacher, and you tweet out, I would pay someone to cough a deadly virus on the president of the United States. That certainly gets people's uh, attention. Uh, Tim Dodd, speaking of the president of the United States, the president um, also came out and announced that because of the current situation, he was going to use this. I believe it's at least 60 days um, and it could be evolving. But regarding 
no immigration. Immigration into the United States for the time being anyway is halted. Now, this is something he's wanted for a while. And then obviously the critics are saying he's using the crisis to try to push this forward. Well, the president has broad authority with immigration policy and broad authority to limit or suspend um, immigration into the country um, when circumstances dictate. I mean, immigration, as we know, is supposed to be for the benefit of our country, to benefit our businesses, to benefit our communities. Um, There's so many carve-outs, however. I mean, right now, the media is going crazy, saying the president's using this to pursue his um, immigration policies. And that may be true. But if you look at the exceptions to this immigration suspension, um, it's kind of a lukewarm um, edict that, or executive order, I should say, that the president has come up with. There's exceptions for seasonal workers. There's all sorts of exceptions for um, you know, migrant workers, uh, for low-paid um, workers, let's say, in the um, agricultural industries. So at the end of the day, it's a nice headline for his supporters to say, look, yeah, great, Trump's doing something on immigration. But the reality is, John, it's not going to do much. It's really not. Um, it's, it's not going to prevent people from coming to the country, from outside of the country. Um, and it's really for people who are applying for you know, a specific immigration status. If they want to get a green card or a guest worker card, there'll be some limitations on that. But it's not the sweeping, you know, complete ban on immigration that uh, the media has come out with in the first instance. They haven't really provided the specifics of the exceptions. And the exceptions kind of dilute it to the point of being a great headline, but not great policy. Tim Dodd, also, I did get an email. This is from uh, Angelo that says his next door neighbor, uh, Mike, uh, I'm not going to use the last name, but uh, he apparently refuses to wear a mask in a store. And regarding whether or not legally uh, could his neighbor not have to wear a mask when he's entering a store? Well, the governor, if you recall, when she a couple of Saturdays ago said, all right, as of Saturday, everyone's going to wear a mask. And she put forth all of her um, provisions for who has to wear a mask, when they have to wear a mask, why they have to wear a mask. Um, but the her her executive um, suggestion didn't have penalty provisions in it. And if you recall at the time, she said, look, don't, don't look for ways to evade my order. Look for ways to cooperate with the order for your own protection, for your own health, for your own safety. Um, and I think the governor at the time said, if we're not seeing compliance, we'll come back with some penalty provisions. So right now, um, there's no specific penalty provisions that are associated with the governor's edict regarding wearing masks. I guess there's a generalized um, potential for criminal prosecution, um, but this business with the um, mask doesn't quite conform with the governor's powers for a health emergency, um, because the criminal penalties which are statutorily in place regard um, 
if you break a quarantine, if there's a specific quarantine and you break it, there are potential civil penalties and criminal prosecution possibilities. So right now, to the best of my knowledge, statewide, there are no penalty provisions if you don't wear a mask. Several t communities such as Barrington have come up with their own mayors or um, town administrators trying to come up with town ordinances that if you don't wear a mask, you're subject to penalties of, if, if you recall, up to $500 in Barrington for not wearing a mask. I don't yet know if anyone who's actually been charged with the penalty, with the violation of not wearing a mask, and I don't know if anyone who's yet been brought into a, um, well, it's not open yet, but charged and has a municipal hearing scheduled uh, and being subject to, uh, to a fine of up to $500. So as of now, I, I think if the neighbor doesn't wear a mask, um, as foolish as that might be as a practical matter, I think the neighbor would have a good chance of beating any potential action against the neighbor for either a criminal Folks, he or is our civil legal analyst, Rhode Island attorney, Tim Dodd. Tim, great job. As always, stay safe and we'll talk to you again. You too, John. Take This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by MEGA. MEGA professionals. Call them today, 508 336 7801. 508 336 7801. Now, what exactly do they do, MEGA professionals? They are here to help you run your business by finding you workers. And maybe you need workers. Maybe you need drivers, workers, certified help, part time, full time, weekend work. Uh, local, a.k.a. sleep-at-home drivers, Class AB, non-CDL, warehouse workers, mechanics, skilled workers, labor, healthcare professionals, office professionals. You need workers. You need MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals. You're trying to run your business. I, listen, it's a hassle trying to hire people, go through all the resumes, set up the interviews. Instead, it's one phone call to help you with your company, MEGA professionals. 508-336-7801, 508-336-7801 from MEGA Professionals. Attention business owners. In today's world, customers judge you by your website. And for most people, their first introduction to your business or company is your website. Karen Etchells at InnoVast is here to help. Give her a call at 401-321-2799. Hey, now it's 2020. You got to freshen up that old website design that Al Gore invented. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional. And she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought by Henry Oil. Since 1947, what a Rhode Island success story. Folks, call them today, 401-521-0200, Henry Oil. It's Carmine, it's Lori. As I said, since 1947, full-service fuel company, fuel oil, diesel, gasoline delivery, 24-hour burner service, for contracted regular customers, they have oil burner service and installation, automatic delivery, 
budget plans, lock and cap pricing, serving most of Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass, you can depend on Henry Oil. Call them today, 401-521-0200, 401-521-0200, reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. Fuel oil, diesel, gasoline delivery, it's Henry Oil, residential and commercial fuel oil delivery. Go with a local company that you can support and depend on. Henry Oil in 1947. It was Carmine Henry DeSanto delivered that fuel oil with a single truck operation from his gas station on Manton Avenue in Providence. And now the tradition continues. Reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery serving Rhode Island and parts of Mass since 1947. Call my friends at Henry Oil today, 401 You can also, as I mentioned, check out their website. It's henryoil.com, henryoil.com. Take advantage of the lock and cap pricing or the oil burner service and installation or their automatic delivery or their budget plans. Full service fuel company that you can depend on, Henry Oil. Call them today, 401-521-0200. Henry Oil, 401-521-0200, online at henryoil.com. You're listening to The John DePietro Show, weekdays 11 to 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online. Go to the website, dipietro.com. Now, speaking of the website, I would like you, and I ask, log on to the website. It's D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. And let me describe what it looks for you. On the left, you have the Listen Live button. And what does that mean? It means you can listen live. Let's just say you're out of the range where you can't get it on the radio. If you go to the website between 11 and 2, you can listen to it live. Let's say now, well, wait a minute, Juan. I wasn't near a radio or I was driving. I was out of the area. And I, oh, God forbid, but I missed the show. Well, you go below that and they have what's called a dashboard. And you'll see home. You'll see meet John DePietro. Hello, that's me. But then you see it says radio show. And if you click on that under radio show, that is every episode that we do. It's housed right there, just like a library. It's all stored. And then you can just listen at your leisure right there at radio show. To the right of that, as we go on petro.com, you see where it says advertise. Now listen, right now, maybe you've never advertised. I would love for you to advertise on the show. Listening is at an all-time high. If you're open and you have a business, tell me about it, and let me tell everyone about it, and we're going to tell everyone about it, and you can find it right there. Maybe you've never thought about it, but you want to advertise, click on that, or then you also see the contact button. You can contact me that way, and then above that, at the very top, you see the logo. You have my links to social media, Facebook link, Twitter link, Instagram, and then you also have YouTube, and then right below that, You'll see support the John DePietro radio show, John DePietro show Facebook Live, and also DePietro.com. Folks, right below that, you can see it. If you support the show, you uh, find me entertaining, you enjoy listening, show your appreciation. There it is. Go to the website. It all begins and ends, as I say, at the website, DePietro.com. You know, he tells it like it is, the independent man. Um Check it out. It's all at DePetro.com. It's John DePetro, and there's nothing more important than cleaning your home, your business, a school, 
any type of building, you need Soul Source Restoration, a Rhode Island-based company, and it's Soul, S-O-L-E, like the soul of your shoe, Soul Source Restoration. Call them today at 401-712-2700, 401-712-2700. Coronavirus Cleaning and Disinfection Service, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Connecticut. You know, Soul Source Restoration, folks, they are one of the few companies in the entire country have the type of equipment experience that you need. As far as residential, is there anything more important than making sure your home is absolutely clean from viruses for your family, for your friends, for yourself? Sole source restoration, same for your business. They have the expertise, the type of equipment that you need to get through this crisis. We spoke with Mike Seepy of Soul Source Restoration, and I asked him about just that very thing, the microthermal fogging and electrostatic spraying equipment that makes Soul Source Restoration different than every other company. We're a full-service restoration company, as you know, John. We've been in it about 15 years now, and with this coronavirus that has changed our world for the time being, we found a unique way to provide a true 99.9% disinfectant service. Mike, Soul Source Restoration, and again, folks, it's S-O-L-E, Soul Source Restoration. What is, what would you say, what is the goal? What is the goal of the company? Our main goal is to utilize our services to keep essential and non-essential businesses safe, protecting both employees and customers. And with Soul Source Restoration, what is the difference equipment that you use that probably is different than any other company certainly in rhode island right now but the way i understand it i've heard it, you're one of only six companies in the entire country that have the type of equipment that you have we utilize cdc approved hospital grade disinfectant enhanced with sporocyte and viricide that we atomize by means of microthermal foggers these microthermal foggers break down the disinfectant to three to five micron which is basically a fancy word for micromillimeter this allows the disinfectant to saturate air particles and cover all surface material giving you a true 99.9 percent kill of all pathogens you know, Mike, right now, someone is listening, saying, John DiPietro, this does sound fine. Mike Seepy, Soul Service Restoration, it sounds fine. But I already have a janitorial or cleaning company, and, and they tell me that, that they think they can get rid of the coronavirus. These old methods leave a lot of room for human error, utilizing older equipment that doesn't break down the disinfectant in a way that's going to kill the coronavirus. Mike, with Soul Source Restoration, now you have the country is in pandemic. Everyone is freaked. We are seeing death about the coronavirus. What right now is the biggest challenge for a company like yours that has the capability for a coronavirus cleaning and disinfection service? Our biggest challenge, John, is educating the public that what we're doing is very different from janitorial and normal restoration companies whose conventional methods of cleaning mainly comprise of mops, buckets, spray bottles, and kettle pot foggers. Don't take any chances. Call Soul Source Restoration today. Coronavirus Cleaning and Disinfection Service for Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Connecticut. Call them at 401-712-2700. 401-712-2700. They have the equipment that you need. They will fully clean your home, your property, your office, your school, whether it's any type of business. You heard CDC approved environmentally and pet friendly they have the protective equipment they have the type of equipment that you need 
Don't take any chances. A Rhode Island-based company, and they're in a league of their own with the type of resources they have to fully disinfect your property from the coronavirus. Sole Source Restoration. Call them today. Home or business. 401-712-2700. 401-712-2700. It's Sole Source Restoration. Coronavirus cleaning and disinfection service for Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Connecticut. Again, look for them online. SoleSourceRestoration.com. Mega Logistics. They're there to help you. Give them a call today, 401-431-2300. MEGA, MEGA Logistics. If you have freight, you need freight, goods, third-party brokerage for your company, warehousing and transportation. How about custom freight, supply chain management, routing, bill auditing, customer developing, proven track record with Fortune 500 companies. You can depend on MEGA, MEGA Logistics. Call them today, 401 401- 431-2300. Does that sound like your company? Maybe you have freight or you need freight goods, third-party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight. They have the experience. Call them today. MEGA Logistics, 401-431-2300. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. Weekdays, we start at 11 we go until two. Non-stop coverage, pandemic, worldwide. The coronavirus hits Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Connecticut. Go to the website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. You can listen live at the website. You ever miss any coverage at the website at the top, click on radio show. You can listen Follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. It's John DePietro Show. And as always, you can email me, john at dipietro.com. Much more ahead, pandemic coverage on the John DePietro Show. <laughs> 